The Football Show on Off The Ball. With Sky. Watch every live Premier League game this season on Sky Sports, BT Sport and Premier Sports. I'm prepared to do anything I can well, to do play it my then. country again. Do it then. What about your start to the game? I was, it wasn't bad, was it? <laughs> Why should it be an honest answer be a mistake? How can a modern day manager not have a mobile phone? Why should he? Oh. You're welcome along. It is Thursday's football show. Nathan with you this evening. Live Premier League returns to Off the Ball on Sunday. We'll have the Manchester Derby live from the Etihad Stadium, City against United. Myself and Brian Carroll talking through that one. And then Kenny Cunningham and Stephen Doyle all over Leeds against Aston Villa from half past four. And of course, John, the lads will be here on Saturday keeping an eye on the North London Derby and everything else that's happening. But I'm delighted again to be joined in studio by John Giles. How are you keeping, John? Evening, Nathan. You got yourself to Lansdowne Road on Tuesday night. Did, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, for 70 minutes, it was, a, I'm sure, a grand, enjoyable no, evening. No problem. No problem. Very straightforward. Uh, uh, what the hell happened then? Well, the funny thing with football, it's never straightforward. It's what, what's Is it not straightforward when you're 2-0 up against Armenia at home? That's when you've got to realise it's not straightforward. I'm talking about players on the pitch. Now, it's a very difficult thing to do when you're winning and winning well. To, 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 to start thinking we've got to really play here we've got to do certain things to, to, to keep it up because it happens so quickly in the 90 minutes mm. Nathan you know what I mean and, it, and everything in football in most sports is psychological you know you're winning 2 nil, easy and what you have to realise as a player if you, if you can it's not easy you know like players especially experienced players I've been in this situation before and unless we do what we need to do against this team, it could happen. Anything could happen. Like, I think it happened in the second half, for example. I think the, the manager afterwards said, winning 2-0. And what Stephen said afterwards, we went for the third goal. Mm. Right? Now, now, this is a situation where you, you think, well, OK, we've got the two goals. We've got to keep, keep a clean sheet. And if we can get a third, we'll get a third. But we're winning 2-0. Got the points in the back at the moment. Let's not take any chances. No, don't worry about the third goal. You might get it anyway. But once you, the, the very fact that you're saying we're going, to, it means we're going to get at them, right? At that stage, you're too, you don't need to get at them. You take the two nil and maybe get a third goal. Do you know what I'm saying? It's psychological uh, situation, and there should be sometimes as a player on the pitch can realise that. So your yeah. sense was that. On seventy minutes, two 0 up at home. Are you killing the game? Are you are you sitting back and just trying to pass it out until the ninety back. minutes? You don't sit back because that was obviously the criticism that was there quite often of Martin O'Neill, Giovanni Trapattoni. That when Ireland went in front, they would stop playing. They would they would sit back. Yeah, well, they'd invite the opposition that, onto that's them. That's one way of doing it, mm. which is not the best either. You don't sit back, but what you do is you get a grip. Of, hopefully, you'd have a player in the middle of the field who realizes this is what we do. See, it's all different situations. Whether you're winning one nil, two nil, or three nil, you're two down or three down. What do we What do we do next? You know what I mean? Uh, in, in the situation that I felt, on we were two nil up, winning well, and and then Stephen said after, I think the problem was we went for the third goal. You don't have to go for the third goal. If you have a player on the pitch, uh, uh, we don't have anybody on the pitch that looks at it in that particular way. Like this is the t- stage we've got to get a grip of the ball. And by getting the grip, it's not getting only one ball on the pitch. So you have a grip of the ball without attacking in a, in a, in a, a furious way. You can keep, keep hold of the ball, take the sting out of it. Now, 
we don't have anybody I think in, in, do Ireland in, have that player no no we've got a lot of good players but I don't see anybody experienced enough to, 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 to read it in a way this is, this is not going our way this is going against us this is before they scored we've got to get a grip of the ball and do what we need to do in a 2-0 situation because every part of the game is different two down it's a different situation. One down is different. One up is a different set. But when you're two up, really, in my opinion, you don't give anything away. So if I'm hearing what you're saying, at 2-0, you keep playing the way you were playing and if a third goal comes, great. Yes. But you don't push for a third goal and increase exactly. the risk of conceding yeah. one. Yeah. And you yeah. feel that Ireland were pushing too much and opening themselves yeah. up to the possibility of Armenia so. coming back. Because yeah. if you're winning 2-0, that's a great position to get into. Mm. And the, and the game changes all the time and every 10 minutes, every 15 minutes because you get two up. That's a part of the game, right? Now, you play to that part of the game being two up, right? And what Stephen said after, well, what we did, we were going for the third goal, right? Which means then, you're, obviously, when you do that, you're taking more chances. Right? There's no reason why you can't get the third goal. But the worst can happen is you're going to win 2-0. Mm. So you need a player and an experience like say, this is what we're going to do. Or Stephen could have said at halftime, don't go mad. Do what you have to do. So if you don't have the player on the pitch with that experience... It's difficult. Do you need the manager to intervene? Well, the manager's in charge anyway. From the start of the game, from the time you come into the job, you're going to start... Then you can say, this is what I want you to do. But when you're two up and you're going well and it doesn't look like this team is going to do anything, it, it can be difficult for the manager even to say, right? But in my opinion, the, the manager should be saying you're two up don't take any chances Just don't go for the third goal the third goal might come but don't go out of your way to get it because if you do that then you're leaving yourself open and what happens with a lot of players psychologically at half time when you're two up and winning well you're going to win this game easy that happens in football right now if you've got a player on the pitch an experienced player say Graeme Sooner's doing it in his time in mind, you, you never take it for granted that this is going to continue you look at the other side of it and say, right, we're two up, we make sure we don't give a goal away. That lack of focus, if you look back through this campaign and even the last three matches, so Ireland are 2-0 up after 70 minutes and concede twice in two minutes against Armenia. Before that, they conceded very quickly after half-time against Scotland. The game before that, they conceded very quickly after half-time against Ukraine. In both those games, having, uh, having given themselves a real opportunity of a, of a great result. Is that a... Is that a lack of discipline? Is that just a bit of inexperience? There was seven under 23s in the team the last night. Is, yeah. it, is it what's been said to them at the break? There's certainly an element of inexperience in it because you've got inexperienced players because the, the, tr the, the trend of the game changes all the time, right? And the really experienced players feel that and do something about it. You know what I mean? Like the, the, What I found in football, when you're winning 2-0, psychologically... In a lot of players' mind, the game is over, right? And we'll go for three, mm. right? I think what the really experienced players say, right, we'll take our two and we'll get a hold of the ball and keep the ball and take the sting out of the game. We'll try for the third goal. But if we don't get it, we'll win 2-0, right? I think in the second half, even Steve said, we went for the third goal. Now, when he's saying that, what he means is we're taking risks to get the third goal. And that's these guys into the game. And psychologically, the players, the Irish players, in my opinion, think, well, the game is over. It's never over. 
we were doing commentary of the game uh, from the stadium and Stewie Byrne, who was on co-commentary, even remarked before half-time that he was a bit concerned about the positions that Nathan Collins and Darrow Shea, the two centre-halves, were taking up, that mm. they were you know, at times picking up the ball in the middle of midfield. That Again, that yeah. little bit of ill-discipline of Ireland were in total control, they're young players, they're yeah. full of confidence, they're one-up, they're bombing forward, but that actually he wanted them just to, like, now is the time to hold your shape. Yeah, well, I, I, I would agree with him on that, right? But he's in the commentary box. Mm. You need somebody on the field to do that. You know, you need the manager to say at halftime, don't get carried away. You know, you have to do this, you have to do that. This is what I want you to do. But Stephen doesn't have an experienced player. They're good lads and, and, and they can do their stuff. But he doesn't have an experienced player that can, can judge. By the slightest thing, right, we can't do this anymore. The game is going against us a little bit. I think what happened to most of us even watching the match, this game is over. Right, they're going to kill these guys, right? But as a team, that's that's just watching it from the side. From the team, I think from Stephen's point of view, it's never over. Mm. It's not over till it's over, and anything can happen. We know, but there's no expression in football. Anything can happen, which is true. You know, I've seen teams, and we played. I played in teams. You're winning two nil, and you lose fifty minutes. You lose, and vice versa. You know, but as you get older, and when obviously when I was playing football, got older. You recognise these things and do something about it. Mm. In other words, like I was a midfield, I'm not going to be talking about myself, but I was a midfield, that was my job. If I recognise, like in Terry Cooper's case, he gives a bad ball out to Eddie Gray, that that means his concentration is not right. You know, there's, there's signs that you have to say, we have to get a grip of this. So th- those signs, even in the first half then of, say, Collins and O'Shea, getting too far forward, and he said, like, it had got sloppy at times before the two goals. Yeah. You need somebody, either on the sideline or on the pitch, to realise players are That's a losing sign. a bit of concentration, lose yeah. a bit of discipline. That's a sign. And you didn't see any sign of that happening before the goals. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't think there's anybody in the middle of the field. It's usually a middle of field mm. player. Does it? Could Josh Cullen do it? He wasn't there the last night. He's been that sort of. Uh, I'm going to say holding midfielder keeps it tight, keeps it steady, yeah. nothing well, too fancy. But the, the holding midfielder is valuable for winning the ball. Mm. But in this situation, you need somebody who keeps the ball when you get it. And would Cullen do that better than I obviously Malumbi ended up being taken off? I think pro- Stephen Kenny probably pro- thought it was Conor Howerhan's game. Could could be. I don't know the players. I don't know them that well. I, w- I wouldn't be that familiar with yeah. them because you have to know them. Uh, but you need somebody to do it. It can be the slightest little thing. It's somebody just giving a bad ball away. It could be the centre half coming forward, taking a chance when you shouldn't be. You know. Because the game changes in the 90 minutes. You know, you're down two, it's a different game. You're up two, it's a different game. And you have to relate it when it's in your favour to be able to take advantage of it. I don't think we've got anybody. It's usually a midfield player who does that. I, don't, I can't see any of the players capable of doing that. There must be other teams who don't have players capable of doing oh, yeah. it, but find a way of... Mm, no? Well, no. It's incredibly no. difficult if it, you just don't have players. Thing. You either have them or you don't have them. And and football, in, in, like uh, even we played the other night and we lose lose two goals. In, in other days, you, you might not lose the two goals. You know that's the way it happens in football. You know it's not it's not a regular thing. But what you have to be prepared for prepare for is for any situation, especially when you're two up. Like if you're two down, you have to go for it, as we say. Like they had to go for it, right? And we let them go for it, right? In our situation, even coming out of halftime, right? We say. We're not going to make any mistakes here. 
we're going to keep at it, keep at it, and keep possession of the ball. If we're not going anywhere, it doesn't matter. But we're going to win 2 0. Right, we're not going to give anything away. We're, no, we're not going to do that. We're not going to take any chances. In other words, we're not looking for the third goal. If we get it, it's good. But if we're not getting the third, they're not going to score. No matter who they are, how bad they look at any time. It's, it's, it's a very complicated game in that particular way, Nathan. It looks simple. You're winning 2 0, you're winning 3 0. Let's say I played, I've played a match where we're winning 3 0 or losing and, and got a draw from our loss. It's, because it changes in the 90 minutes. That's what you have to you have to say. Well, we're, in my opinion, half time we're two up, we're going well, we keep that. You've been home uh, here in Dublin for the last couple of weeks, so you've probably got a good sense of uh, what people are saying about Stephen Kenny and the divide that seems to be there as to whether you know he's uh, doing a good job and bringing through an awful lot of young players and yeah. a, a necessary transformation, and they're mm. playing a more attractive style of football. And then the other side who think. Ireland are losing at ho- uh, losing away at Armenia. They lost to Luxembourg. You know, they're struggling to beat Armenia at home, and that he shouldn't even get the Euros campaign. Do you think that pressure they were under going into Tuesday night against Armenia fed into the search for a third goal? That the sensible thing to do is to take your two nil, but maybe two nil wouldn't have been enough to stem the criticism. Whereas if you score a third, a fourth, suddenly you've had a convincing victory at home, and that that Stephen Kenny wanted that. He needed, the, he needed the three or four nil as much as he needed just well, the victory. It, it doesn't matter what you want. It's what's practical, mm. right? And in the end, we won 3-2 on, on, on a penalty, de- penalty decision. Mm. You, know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah like, so I don't think in Stephen's said, like I think Stephen has improved since the time he took over. Right? There's always room for improvement. He's a, lot, he's a young player, he's bringing them through and he's given them a chance. And, and, and I think they're playing better than the, uh, the next step is to get the consistency that you should, should you should be you, you want to have. So in other words, if you're I'm sure Stephen will learn from it. We're two up at half time. I think at half time, maybe now the next match to play. I don't want us to go for the third goal. You know, in a way. Like we'll take it if we can, but we we're not going to give anything away. That's all it's all part of the game. It's all part of do you, s- do, you s- do you see him learning? But, but sorry, but the problem he has, I think, I don't think he has a player in that group that can, on the, don't forget, it's the players on the pitch are the most mm. important that can say, this is what we have to do. Right? Has the authority and the leadership to say, forget about the third goal. This is what we have to be, have to be solid. We have to be solid to do it. I, I, I'm looking at the most players we have and there's some good lads in it. I don't see any player who's capable of doing that. Should a player like Jeff Hendrick at 30 years of age not be able to do it at home against Armenia? I don't think so. I, I don't think it matters what age you are. I don't think I don't know uh, that lad Hendrick well at, at mm. all. I don't know. I only know what I see him on the pitch. I, I've never seen him try to do that. He Not is what game. he is. No, the, 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 it's the few and far between the players that can le- have that leadership and knowledge to be able to do it. A few and far between. Looking at them as I see those players, I don't see them, them any of them capable of that. That's why Stephen has to really stress it. And it's very difficult for, 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 for Stephen to stress the players if they don't have it. You know what I mean? There's some players are born with it and they have it and they know what's happening on the pitch. Can't do that. You've got to give that. There's, there's certain, like, I'm, I'll keep going back. To, I think Graham Sinas had that at Liverpool. He could judge on the pitch. This is, we've got to yeah. be careful here. Like, but you're talking about an all-time great. You had it. Roy Keane had it. Like, 
Yeah, but, Ireland, but, the chances of I'm, Ireland. I'm not complaining a about like that. I mean, yeah, yeah, did. Uh, you either have it or you years. don't have it. So what? What does Stephen Kenny do on the presumption that he doesn't have one of those players over I, the next I think couple of like years? If, if, you, if, if as a manager with Stephen, if Stephen has to recognise, I don't have any players like that. So I've got to tell them. I've got to tell them at half time or two up. But don't get carried away with that. We've got to play in a careful way. In other words, that's leadership from the manager's point of view. Mm. It's easy for Stephen, if he has a Graham Souness or a Roy, Roy Keane, to say, look, you know what to do in the second half here. He doesn't have one of those players. So he's got to actually tell them. In other words, going out, in my opinion, at half-time, Stephen could say, look, we're two up. Don't get carried away. We'll, we'll respect them, right? But if the worst comes to the worst, we win 2-0. If we got, if we got an excellent, that's a bonus. But I think Stephen... Uh, uh, in a good way wants to be entertaining he wants to be going forward he wants to be going attacking which is fine but there's certain situations where you have to go the other way I think a little bit in Scotland is the same you know like it's it's entertaining in a way but it's not sometimes good for results and results are are everything you know, you mentioned a point about Stephen and his, his, Steve, his position as a manager. I think he's, he's actually done well with the players that he's had at his disposal. And I think they will get better. But I think there's something to learn from the positions that we've been in, not to give it away. And it is that balance that it's not... A trapet- on the one end Trapatoni yeah. on the other end all out attacking no. football that there is a middle ground yeah. even in game that you can go to the, 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 the middle ground has always been in my opinion in football take the game as it comes like we, we're not going out to attack we're not going out to defend when we have to defend we defend and we get an opportunity to attack we're going to attack you know it doesn't have to be we have to attack it doesn't be you have, have to defend and all managers are different I'm only giving you my my take on football, yeah. that why, why would you go out to defend like, if the other team are not playing that well? You're giving it to them. Make them work to attack us. But when we get an opportunity to, to, to attack, that's what we're going to do. Because obviously, if you're attacking, you're not defending. So it's a balance to, to it. Obviously, you can have an, an, an emphasis on defending if they've got terrific players and this is what you have to do to stop them mm. right but I mean I mean they didn't have terrific players you know but I think if you get careless and you do it then then though they don't you have to respect them but I never ever agreed with going out and saying we're, we're going to attack today you don't know what the opposition's going to we're going to defend today you know now, I think the manager you mentioned before said well right we don't have as good a players as them, so we're going to defend. But my honesty always been, we defend when we have to. We'll attack when, when we get we the chance to, to play, we'll right? play. And I think what Stephen is saying in his talk, we're going to go on the attack, attack, which we attacked well against Scotland. Mm. But we still lost two goals, so there's a balance. There's a balance to it. But usually, if he's lucky, he, ha- he does have a player, whether it be a midfield player or not, who knows right, or a good idea this is what we do at this particular stage in the game and I, and I think well you know if you have a player at that calibre at half time and going out the second half we're winning 2-0 we'll keep the ball as much as we can we'll try for the third goal but we're not going to go out of our way in other words we're going to keep the worst will happen to us we're going to win 2-0 
the 70 minutes before that then before Armenia get the couple of goals and Ireland get their two goals and are dominating possession yeah what was your sense on, on that side of the game from Ireland how they how they started the game I thought they started well uh, I thought they were totally outplaying Armenia gave them little or nothing in, in the first half and it was good so that's what I'm saying where, where was that good play coming from um, well I think they set out to play very deep. Yeah, I think they were giving us the ball, right, and 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 that was great. We could use it. They didn't have to have to win it. We were giving it right. But I'd say once they went two 0 down, it happens in the team. We've nothing to lose mm. now. We have a go at these guys. We have, a, and and we we're in an attitude. I think it's a mental attitude. This game is over. These guys are no good. We go for the third goal. Yeah, the. The link-up play between the midfield and the attack. It, Ireland had a huge amount of possession in the first probably hour of the game, without creating an awful lot of opportunities. Scored from a set piece and a you know brilliant yeah, individual they goal. Up. They were two up, Nathan. Mm. Like if you're two up, you're two up. So you, you you don't have to go on the attack as much as we we did do before we went two up. You can adjust to it. Keep possession of the ball more. Don't let them come into the game. Don't give the ball away. See, I think what happens with the lads, not the Irish, any time at any time, my experience in football, at halftime, the game's over. Mm. This team is no good. We're two up. Now, I'm saying psychologically, you should never think that way. Right? I think the way you should think is we're two up. We're not going to give anything away. The worst comes to the worst. We finish two up. Never mind going. I mean, obviously, you're, go- you're still going for the third goal. But I think when somebody makes the expression, expression like Stephen did, we're going for the third goal which means the centre-half is going to come into play. They're taking a chance on doing it. In that situation, you don't have to take any chances. You can still get it toward, but what you'll say is this team is not going to score. If Stephen Kenny's uh, game plan is an attacking game plan, are they a good attacking team? Well, if the emphasis is on on attack from the manager, Mm. then you're going to be attacking a lot of the time. See, Now, I'll give you my take on it. I don't think there's any such thing as an attacking defend team or a defending the team, right? You defend when you have to and you attack when you possibly can. So there's a balance to it. You know what I mean? You, should, you can't say we're going to attack because you don't know what the opposition are going to do. But I, I guess, I mean, in a situation like Tuesday night in the first half, where as you say, Armenia are you know, very, very deep. They're not really showing any ambition. Ireland have the opportunity then to be an attacking team, to have a lot of the ball in their half. They, do they create enough opportunities do they did they have the right selection of players in the right place doing what they were doing doing what we were doing we were two up Mm. right so you're not worried about how the goals come that the don't care you're two up at half time or just Just after after half time yeah just after half time to me then then it's then it's a situation you can always change tactics right we're not going to give these guys anything right we're not going on an attack that we don't have to go on Mm. right because the game is it's in your hands once it's in your hands with 2-0, you are the one who is in charge of how the game goes from there, right? And really experienced teams, no, that's it, 2-0, we'll do this, we'll do that, we'll do that. We'll give these guys nothing, right? But if you're going for the third goal, then obviously when you're, when you're going for goals, you're taking a chance, right? Of giving the ball away mm-hmm. and then you're going to be exposed to the back. So what you, so what you do is you don't do that. Say, so, no, it's two. We'll hold that lad there. We'll hold on there. We can still get a third. But what we'll make sure is they're not going to get anything. Yeah. 
Because, see, the game changes all the time with the scoreline. Like, when, when, when you're two down, like, but especially the team, the other, they start having a go. There's nothing to lose. Right? You have to adjust to that. It's because there's adjustments all the time in the game. You go 2-0 up, it's a certain type of game. You go 1-0 down, it's a certain type of game. And you go one down, now you have to release players, you have to take a chance because you're going to lose the game. And do you think there's a consistent pattern there with Ireland that they're not altering their game as the scoreline changes and as the game changes? Yeah, well, it's difficult for Stephen. I, I think it, it usually happens in midfield. I don't, know, I don't agree with any, any of our midfield lads, and it's some, a lot of them do a good job. Is able to do that. So heading into the European Championship qualifiers, how does he stop that happening? Um, like, it's his well, job. Like, it's yeah, his well, job. It's in, well, his neck will be on the line if he yeah, doesn't. I think he can adjust it in the terms of how you approach the second half. In other words, if you're two down, right, you don't have to be going for the third goal. You can play it out in a certain way. You know, mm. like in other words, take no chances on it. That's if you get into a two-nil position. But I think what happens there. Uh, which Stephen I think he likes it. we're going for the two minutes, we're going for the third yeah we're going for the fourth you know which, which is not a bad philosophy as long as it's it's, it's, it's not at the expense of conceding at the other end yeah uh, we need to take a quick break John uh, John Giles in studio with us this evening all our football is brought to you by Sky you can get all the football you love in one place across Sky Sports BT Sport and Premier Sports back in a moment Football on Off The Ball With Sky It's the Manchester Derby Watch City versus United on Super Sunday Live only on Sky Sports What was he going to do? Beat you up? I actually think it is the Cork accent I'm not going to lie like, There is something about the Cork accent That makes it the most intimidating accent, accent Of the 32 counties in Ireland I think OTB AM Live Weekday mornings from 7.30 On the OTB Sports app Football on Off The Ball With Sky Don't miss Leeds versus Aston Villa On Super Sunday Live Only on Sky Sports Welcome back, it's Thursday's Football Show. John Giles is live with us in studio. We're talking about the Republic of Ireland. Uh, some of the individual displays then on Tuesday and Saturday. Jason Malumby, uh, very fortunate not to be sent off on Tuesday night. Stephen Kenny, was he left with any choice but to to take him off? Well, if somebody's in trouble, mm. you have to you have to respond to it. Do you know what I mean? Like he, he, he could have been sent off, as you said. And the next little tackle he has... He's going to be off, so I think I think that decision is is okay. It's it's pretty straightforward, you know. Malumbi is twenty three now. He's got fifteen, sixteen caps. Like, do you expect him to have a bit more about him that he's not putting himself in that position where he is almost getting that second yellow card? Or is that just the type of player he is? It's the type of player he is, and 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 and, and players like that can go over over the top, as they say. A bit more than other players, you know. Most of the time, he doesn't. He wins the ball quite well, and he's he's a good asset to the team. I think he's just got to be careful himself in 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 what he does. A couple of the errors that were made, and they feel almost inexplicable. The Connor Howerhan pass across the edge of his own area, mm-hmm. you know, a minute after conceding. Alan Brown's handball over in Scotland. Uh, I don't know how much Stephen Kenny can control those types of scenarios. Uh, Matt you can, Doherty... You could stop, the, you could stop the, the, the ball across the box mm. the other day. But, but like, on the pitch, it's, it's an attitude of mind, you see. Like, would, would he do that if we were playing against... 
Scotland, Scotland or Ukraine at home. Or, or England. And I probably wouldn't do it. His attitude of mine is, we're, we're winning this game quite easy. I could take a chance on it. And, and what he has to learn as, as a pro, it's never. If it's, if it's not the right thing to do, it doesn't matter who you're playing against. If it's a chancey bot, you don't do it. And you just have to learn from that. But that would be a state of mind with the lads. You see, tuning up, giving this team a hammer, they're no good, they're not going to come back against us. They wouldn't be consciously thinking that way. But that's what happens in football. Now, when the lads get experienced, you never think that way. Mm. You know, you never think that way. You learn from it, never happens, and that's experience and knowledge of the game, you know? The, the worrying thing for Stephen Kenny, because I, I have heard the debate of, you know, people say seven players under... Uh, 23, I think in Scotland, James McLean was the only player who had even 10 caps when Stephen Kenny took over, that this is very much his team that he has brought through. Mm. You know, he's choosing to pick these younger players, that there are more experienced players sitting on the bench. It's actually the experienced players who made the biggest mistakes and it was Howrahan and Alan Brown. Is, is it the right thing? Has it been the right thing to show so much faith in so many young players at the same time? Well, you, when you're a manager, you pick the best players in your mind to win the match mm. so you don't think of young players old players right who's going to win the match for us now Stephen has brought a lot of young lads in and, and, and the majority of them have done, have done well uh, but like I think Stephen's approach is this is what we're going to be positive we're going to, going to, going to attack and if you had a couple of experienced players and they know in, in the match without being told by the manager this is a time to pull back a little bit in that I don't think he's got those players and, and he is encouraging them to be attacking most of the time. Is there anyone like you sat on a, a panel for years where there was all, it always felt like there was some player who was being left out that, that had the talent to be in there and could have changed the team from way back with Liam Brady through to the likes of Wes Hoolan. Is there anyone you're looking at at the moment that you think Stephen Kenny could be picking who could do something different or bring I, something I different? See, I, I don't see anything there Nathan to be honest. I think the lads he's picking are probably the best lads that he that, that he could pick, and uh, like the lads like uh, Roy Keane and that who who experienced and what they were doing, I don't see any there. You know, they all have the good qualities, but I don't see anybody there as a leader. To say, for example, in the second half, hold up there, hold up there, all that. I think what happened, and if you look at the, at the match the other day, I think that the the majority of people including the team, at half-time, thought this game was over. Yeah, everyone in the stadium thought right. it was... I think the manager did, right? But I think the manager at that time is, is, is the experienced one. And, and, and Stephen, I think Stephen has done it great. But in this situation, it, it could be, I don't know what was said at half-time, just be careful on this. Don't take any chances. Regard the game as it's no score, right? And if we don't take any chances, don't give anything away we win the game 2-0. We might that, get an extra one, but we're not going to lose it. We're go- for sure, we ain't going to lose a goal here. I haven't heard too many people call for Seamus Coleman to start, but when you talk about that experience, so like the senior players in the team the last night are, are Jeff Hendrick, Matt Doherty, who are, I think, two quieter individuals, certainly, you know, probably they're not the traditional captain uh, yeah. sort of material. That if you had a Coleman with all his experience there, uh, even though he hasn't been playing much football, maybe he's the one who actually. Well, he'd be what we look see from outside. He would look the most likely one mm. to do it, 
But I think at halftime it would, would come mostly from the manager. Now, I don't know what Stephen said to them. I don't know. But the, the impression you get afterwards is that we're going for another goal, right? Now, a lot of times that's right. But, but you don't know what the second half's going to bring. I mean, who would have thought at halftime that Armenia could play as well in the second half as they did? Mm. You don't know. But what you have to try and do as manager is to, is to guess in a certain way. Well, even if they play well, we're not going to be attacking all the time. We're going to, we're going to be able to stop this team because we've got our own players. All we've got to do is keep possession of the ball. Cause, but when you're looking for the third goal, you're not looking to keep possession of the ball. Yeah. Now, now any time it's going for any team that's looking for it, you're taking a chance somewhere along the line. If you're going for another goal, you're taking a chance. In other words, the fullback goes on the overlap, right, where he could have held his ground. Don't let this to give this team nothing. But that's all experience, too. But I can't see anybody there that you could say, well. Uh, he would have made a big difference to it. Seamus Coleman, I think, would. would. But at, that's, at the second half, it wouldn't have come from Seamus. He wouldn't... It would. I think it should have been established at half-time, this is what we're going to do. Right. That's what I think. And I don't want to be critical of Stephen. Stephen's done a good job in many ways. And he is attack-minded and he wants to do it. But there's a balance to it, you know? His post-match interviews where he's incredibly positive after the game and saying it was a you know a good performance and it was you know, five ten minutes of madness is that the right thing to say after a game like that like should he be come out criticizing his players should he be you know hammering Connor Howard in for that sort of mistake be, I don't think he would be criticizing his players I think he'd have to be criticizing himself because he's the manager mm. and at halftime Stephen could have said in my opinion right we're two up don't take any chances. We do what we do. We do. We got, if, we, if the third goal is on, we'll take it. But, but Stephen has been very positive, attack, attack wise, you know. But like football is a very, very uh, difficult type of game to know exactly what's going to be right for the first half or the second half, right? And the situation today, what we do know is we're two up. This team is not playing well, right? We go for the third goal, but we're not going to do anything. We're not going to put ourselves out. Because what you... With Armenia, they were, they were all there for the no-score draw. When we score two, that's gone. Now yeah. they, they say, right, nothing else to lose. So now you're playing against a different opposition. Yeah, a different type of team, yeah. Right? And it's, it's a psychological thing. They're going to come at us. We're not going to give anything away. And we catch them on the break. So this is all things now I'm talking about that, that could happen, don't happen. But they happen in a match. And it's in 90 minutes. All these things happen in 90 minutes. It's easy to say afterwards, we could have done this and we could have done that. And that's what I was talking about in a really experienced player in the middle of the field, whether it be Roy Keane or one of the last. This is right, right. You take it as it comes and make the decisions on the pitch. And the decision on the pitch, in my opinion, for the second half was... We're going to tighten up much better. We're not going to look for the goal as much as we, we did for the first one. And if we, t if we get it, we'll take it. But the worst comes to the worst. We win 2-0. Uh, Michael Obafemi has a nice knack for scoring spectacular goals. It was a brilliant finish, the second goal, the last night. What are your thoughts on, and I guess, the performance of the front two over the two games of Obafemi and Paris? 
Well, Palace, Palace lost his confidence, obviously. I think he's, he's a good player. I think he's a lot of ability. But you got to take that confidence. chance over in Scotland. Hmm? He has to take that chance over in Scotland. Well, that's, well, that's, 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 that's the condition he was in mentally. Mm. You know? like, like scoring goals is the most difficult thing in the lot, Nathan. And you got through like he did. I'd say when he received the ball, he was a bag of nerves. You know, because he's not scoring at club level. Because he's not scoring. Like it's 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 the most it's the most difficult thing in football is to score goals. Like and I might might have mentioned to you before in my experience. Like when I played with Mick Jones, I might have mentioned it before. And maybe your listeners are fed up. Listen, but Mick Jones is a very sensitive lad, and if he missed a chance, you'd say, "Come on, Mick, he got his head down." Alan Clark would tell you to f off. <laughs> right, arrogant. He was an arrogant, mm. but he'd score the next one. Mick could still be. Thinking about the one he just yeah, missed. Yeah, that's what happens with those mm. lads. Jimmy Greaves was like that. Jimmy Greaves was the best one the in tennis law. Jimmy Greaves was one of the best finishers I've ever seen, ever. Jimmy Greaves' attitude to football seemed like some you win, some you lose. Yeah. But you get the next one. Like, Jimmy didn't get upset about it. Like, Jimmy scored goals after God played against him for, for 10 years. He was unbelievable. A miracle man. But I've seen him miss chance as well. No bother. Again, those players are few and far between. The Robbie Keens of this world are few and far between. First of all, they don't miss many anyway. Mm. But when they do miss one or two, it doesn't get them down. Do you know what I mean? I think Parrot obviously seems to be a lad that hasn't scored this season. And it, it, next time he gets a chance, it's become more and more difficult. I think the chance he had the other day, he took it too quickly. But that's nerves in it. You know, that, that's, strikers are a different specimen mm. to any other player on the pitch. Because they've got to score the goals, and sometimes it's 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 they're unlucky or they're lucky. But the most of the other ones don't care about the ones they missed. They're going to score the next one. Yeah. And uh, like obviously, I don't know part of we don't know him. Is that type of attitude because he's he's missed the other day it was total nerves. He never got into a right position to to score it. And goal scoring is the hardest thing of the lot. Hopefully he'll he'll get his confidence back. It does happen from nowhere. They scored a couple of goals and. They're back again, but unfortunately for us, it was a big miss. And what about Obafemi? What do you make of him? Good, good. And the other lad that came on as well, Ogbena. Yeah, the two of them are good lads. You know, we 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 we, we haven't had strikers, but they they're, they're game. Mm. They're quick at what they did. I mean, the land against Scotland was really good. I was surprised he was taken off. To be quite honest, at that, at that mm. particular time. But that that was the manager's decision, and and you have to make decisions. But I think we've been well served in that position with those two lads. And if if, if the other lad can get his confidence back, because you've got to take your chances. I mean, the Scottish match, it was vital. I think if we'd scored, scored that chance... Game over. Go on got 2-1 up. But yeah. But, uh, but there again, I mean, the, the, the left the, uh, Spurs lad was bad for the... Matt Doherty, yeah. Yeah, he was bad for the... You're tearing your hair out if you're the manager watching that. Oh, yeah. You, you, like, that's... And then the penalty decision, you know, it, it went against us against Scotland. But 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 if Parrot puts her away, those things mightn't have happened. But it's all it's all ifs and buts. Yeah. Afterwards, so there's a lot to be said for 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 for, for Stephen in what he wants to do. But you have to you have to be realistic as well as what you can do. Like what you want to do is one one thing. It's what can you do is another thing. So to finish up then and the much bigger picture and where Ireland go from here and Stephen Kenny's future, they're heading towards the group stage, uh, the qualifying stages of 
Euro 2024. The draw is going to take place in a couple of weeks' time. Ireland are going to be third seeds. As Stephen Kenny has you know, said, he would never talk about players the way previous managers didn't talk them down or anything like that. So the expectation is Ireland will qualify. And if they don't, he may pay for it with his well, job. Like, do, do you think he... Firstly, do you think he's the man to lead Ireland into those qualifiers? Or do you think he's doing a good job? Him, I would let him do mm. what, what needs to be done for the next tournament. I think he's made good progress uh, from the day he started because it, 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 we had a lot of defeats. Uh, I think the team is coming around to what he wants, uh, which is a very attacking situation. Uh, and I think he's got to be realistic with what he wants and what he has. But I certainly wouldn't uh, sack him. I'd, I'd definitely give him the full, the full go for the next competition. I think he's made a lot of good progress. He's put a lot of young lads in. He's put it in. Uh, I definitely would, would tell him, if you could tell him, look, you're going to be there until the end of these, end of these qualifiers. Give him that confidence. Yeah, but, but he's got to, yeah, because he's got to be shaky and the lads have to have confidence in him that he's going to be there, you know. So I think it's, I think it's wrong. Uh, it, I, I, the people who want him out now, I think is wrong. I would definitely... Let him go his way until the, the the results for the next qualifiers. John, great to have you in studio again. Um, we'll talk to you next Thursday. We'll have plenty to talk about. North London Derby, Manchester Derby. Yeah. So uh, we'll talk to you next Thursday night. Uh, all our football is brought to you by Sky. Watch every live Premier League game this season on Sky Sports, BT Sport and Premier okay. Sport. Thanks, Nathan. Thanks a lot, John. Thank you. Football on Off the Ball With Sky It's the North London Derby Watch Arsenal versus Spurs this Saturday Live only on BT Sport